How are you guys doing today? It's Jake from the Fourth Liners Podcast, and I'm here with Bryce Burke, as always. And, you know, last name included. You know, I, I felt like it was time to do that. You know, we need to refresh the listeners of who we are because you know, we've, been, we've been pretty bad with uploading content. But Bryce Burke, um, we, we've been busy. Me, Bryce and I have been pretty busy. Like, uh, I'm still in school. Bryce is working all the time. So 11-hour days, man. Yeah, man. It, How am I expected l- to have a life? Life is rough. Life is rough. But we're, we'll, we'll yeah. try our best to get some content up for you guys. I even forgot. I actually like my job, by the way. I don't know if my boss is ever going to listen to this episode. <laughs> but I, I, I do like my no, job. No, he's lying. He's lying. He's lying. Fire him. Lying. Fire him. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I bet Bryce is a good employee. I'm uh, the best employee. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, we'll get some more content out for you guys. We'll try our best, you know. Um, my reading week's going to come up. Our Christmas break is coming up soon, so I'll definitely get some NHL content out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of things happening around the NHL these days. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of players that are doing well. A lot of teams that are doing well. A lot of teams that are sucking. Uh, Vancouver Canucks, but not to name m- uh, many. Oh, that's but, tough. Uh, that's tough I'm, to just... <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, changing topics. Changing I mean, the, topics. I'm, I mean, the leaves are not like the best, but um, no, they're doing okay. But we also have some emotional stories and some controversial stories, so stay tuned for all that. And you know what? I'm gonna say at the beginning of it, um, you know, follow all the socials below. Um, they're always linked below our YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all linked below. I'll say at the beginning because you know I feel like that's a good start. We'll say at the beginning because we want you guys want to grow. Right, right. I thought that was a good idea. Instead of saying at the end, you know, not, not everyone stays for the end. So everyone go check that out. And this is going to be an interesting episode because we're going to get into it. We're going to deep dive. So so our fourth liners fantasy team sucks. Yeah. So we got to do an update video on that. <laughs> and we got to make good, some man. Deals. There's not a lot to update. Just losing. Well, you know what we could do for a video? We could definitely make some moves for try, a video. Try and rebuild it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that'd be a good video a good next video for that, right? Because we already released the the draft. So we can definitely do that um, maybe this weekend. We'll see. And Vasilevsky's been real stinky, bro. Oh, man. That's, that <laughs> our first our first pick is, is is below a 900 save percentage. So I think that attributes to it. I also think Jonathan Huberto being not good at all this season so far. Man, he's... That. He, That's our second pick. You know what? Jonathan Huberto, he was demoted to the third line. Right. And then you see yeah. Vas- also Vasquez, like Tampa Bay is just not doing good anymore. I mean, it's it's still early in the season, but at the same time, it's not the Tampa Bay Lightning. We've seen go to the Stanley Cup finals, right? For three times, yeah. in a, three times in a row. Right. So, yeah, a lot of the guys we picked just just are under underperforming, man. I mean, that's, yeah. that's all it is. I mean, well, di- like you guys like Joe Pavelski, you have 19 points. Right. But yeah. but you have guys like Philip Forsberg who only has five goals. Yeah, that's 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 brutal, and he's supposed to be like basically the goal scorer on that team, right? I mean, Pavelski or, oh, or Forsberg, yeah, Forsberg, yeah. Forsberg, Forsberg yeah, primary threat, primary option, exactly. And then you know you see guys like Eric Carlson who's having a resurgence in the NHL. Jesus, man, I'm who a fan. That? Oh, I'm a fan of Eric Carlson, and I mean everyone harps on so him, I. but like he's dealt with a lot of injuries. This guy and. Honestly, for him trying to come back as much as he has, good on him. I, I, I've i always been a fan of him. I've always thought, like, and I was kind of sad that he went to San Jose. And that's probably what's hurt his career a little bit, too. San Jose is just not good. 
They're just the not going to be too, good. right? Yeah, that leg, that leg. Was it the like Achilles or something yeah. like that? Was that what yeah. it was? Yeah, Achilles. Yeah, and when, that, he, when he almost brought that Ottawa team to the Cup final on one foot, like yeah, insane. this guy's a this guy's a warrior. He's a trooper, but he's come back. He's he's proven there was that a couple he's, years there, man, where where people were saying he could be the best player in the league. He was. And, like, people were. He was. He, and pe- people were comparing him, like like people say, Kale McCarr is like you know the. Yeah, the second Same. coming of Bobby Orr, right? But for a couple of years there, man, it was Eric Carlson. Yeah, it was well, Eric Carlson. You think for a defenseman, he actually, you know, puts up a lot of points for a defenseman. You know what I mean? Or he and has he's good defensively. Past. He was. I'm, I'm looking at his career stats here, man. Like, and he, like it's pretty impressive. You, you would think he's a forward, right? Of his career mm-hmm. stats, he he's been a point per game player in 2015, 2016 with Ottawa. Um, 45 well, here I'll just read his points. I mean his rookie year 26 points good for a rookie. 45 points, 78 points, 14 and 17 games played. He probably got injured there. 74, 66, 82, 71, 62, 45, 40, 22 and 52, you know, that I guess he always every player has a rough year. And then 35 yeah. points and 50, he's getting a little better and then 24 points in 18 games played this year with 10 goals and 14 assists and he's a plus and 3 worse. on a negative team. Yeah, and San Jose's bad. Yes. So like, I don't know what's happened. I, it's it's the crazy. team. At, at at this point, it's just the team. Man, I think if so he the went team on his back, right? If he went to a if he went to a team, like you think about it, he was with Ottawa. Yes, Ottawa made it to the conference finals that year against Pittsburgh, but they weren't like the best team, right? They weren't the, ama- the most amazing team out there. If he went to like a playoff contending team, he definitely would put up a lot of numbers. He would have that support. And they wouldn't rely on him so much, right? And I think he could definitely perform if he went to a contender. And see, this is what this is what we can get into. There is trade talks for him, right? There's a lot of trade yeah. talks. And I posted on how, our Instagram. How big is his contract right now, though? Oh, it, it's brutal. I, isn't he paying paid yeah, like 11 bad, right? mil? Is it 11 mil? Is that an eight-year contract? Yeah, I think it's... Hold on. Let me look. Somewhere around there. I know. I, I think... I, I could be wrong, but... Um, yeah, they are paying a lot for him and signed till 26, 27, 11.5. Yeah. No move clause. Oof. Yeah. So that's the thing. He'd have to approve a trade and I think he would to win a Santa yeah, Cup. Is, yes. Right. I, like I said though, man, who, what competitive team can afford an $11.5 million contract though? Well, they would have to have to retain salary. I, I don't think, think San Jose retains salary for the next five years. Unless it's a ridiculous comeback. Yeah, it's tough to say. I think it could be worth it. They do get some guys back. You know what I mean? Um, some younger players that may have some cap on them. But like a contender can Veg- uh, Vegas. No, Vegas is Vegas in cap hell. He would definitely be yes. a good aspect for Vegas. I think. Especially their, their recent I don't know. success, right? It's such look a at, fickle spot for him. Like I know he's, maybe he's like kind of Islanders stuck. could he's, use him. Yeah, they're not doing too bad this year, right? Yeah, like so. they need like a little bit more of a dynamic threat. They can probably afford just that because, like Santa, like the Islanders are such like a meat and potatoes team. Like they literally yeah. don't have any standouts besides Barzal, and I don't even think he scored a goal this year. He's just got all assists. Like actually, they have what, like good scorers. Yeah. What? You know a team that could use him that what? lacks defense and they're Canadian? It's Winnipeg. Yeah. 
And I don't think they I have much it. cap on their belt. Maybe they do. Let me look. But honestly, like you think about their defense core, it's just Joshua Morrissey that's really standing out to me. And if they had Eric P- Carlson, Pionk is good. P- oh, yeah, you're right. Pionk is good. But I, I think, you know, getting that top defenseman would push them over the top. And they're actually, you know, doing pretty well this year. And I thought they would be struggling, but they're actually doing pretty well. And Winnipeg has twenty has has one point six million dollars in cap space. Okay, then that wouldn't work. See, that's the thing. When you have this big contract on an older player too, it's harder to move them. But maybe if you trade Blake Wheeler back, I would do it. I mean, Blake yeah. and Blake Wheeler for Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson will do the same thing on the point. You know what God, I mean? This Nate Schmidt contract is awful. Get rid of him. Five point nine million. But would San Jose? T- would it make sense for them to take Blake Wheeler? Probably not, right? No. So, like, maybe a team like LA. Um, yeah, because they can. De- they definitely have some young guys that they can send over with some cap. Uh, other guys with cap too that they can send over. And then you have Eric Eric Car- Carlson and Drew Doughty. Oh my God! Imagine oh. that. Imagine <laughs> that pairing. Twenty. That 2014 pairing, imagine yeah. that 2014. Man, bring us Holy back crap. some vintage players right there. Nostalgia. Oh, dude. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Eric Carlson, terrible, terrible contract. Still a great player. Showing that he still has it in him. Uh, we'll see if anything happens. I mean, like we said, that contract is really, really hard to move. But, yeah, I don't know. If you can get enough pieces coming back the other way, then maybe you can make it work. I don't know what San Jose's cap is like. Probably not good. Teams. Here, I got a San suggestion. Hose. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say put them to the Leafs, but that's going to be impossible. Oh Leafs cannot afford anyone. Not everyone can go to the Leafs. I mean, Vancouver oh. wouldn't even want them either. But, um, yeah, I mean, those, those teams, I mean, teams that just don't have. San Jose has 159000 in cap space. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, they can eat some cap back. That's the thing. They can eat it back. And if they get some prospects back for Eric Carlson, that's benefiting them. And no, I'm saying cap. they have 159,000. They have no cap oh, space. Oh, what? Who's who's on there? Who who do they have that's that much? Logan Couture, Carlson, Vlasic. Oh my God, Vlasic's still there. Hurdle, I mean, they, Couture. They got. Ri- I they, mean, they're, they're not going to be able to resign Timo Meyer. Man, what are they doing? They got to trade. They got to trade some guys. I would trade. Honestly, I would. They signed Hurdle to an eight-year deal. I wouldn't have done that. I don't think Hurdle's like the greatest player. I don't think he's worth eight million at least, maybe well, six just, mil. Why are you signing a player like that to a to a eight, contract eight year? if you're going to be competitive? Yeah, yeah. I don't like, know. They're not going to resign Timo Meyer. No, and he's like, Timo he's Meyer's the best player by far. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like Timo Meyer. Oh, he's so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, a team that I thought wouldn't be struggling this year is St. Louis, but. They seem to be struggling. I th- I think they're starting to 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 figure it out. Yeah, a little bit. Um, like Bennington's put together two really good games. Uh, Cairo got a couple points the other night. Like I think I think St. Louis might start to turn it around here. But yeah, they're fragile. I just think they have a good squad. Like, I I don't think they have yeah. a bad squad at all, and I don't know what the problem is really. Um, I don't know. I think Ryan O'Reilly's slowing down. And like, yeah, I guess guys are getting older. Said he might, like maybe Tarasenko doesn't want to be there so much anymore. Because I remember a couple of years ago he was talking about wanting out, right? So yeah, that's true. And maybe yeah. So I mean, because he they, I heard because they didn't make him captain, but you don't know. Really? 
Yeah, because you remember, you know how they made Ryan O'Reilly captain. He wasn't there as long as Tarasenko was. Yeah, and kind of got a little upset about that. I mean, fair enough, I guess. But but I mean, whoever fits captain best is they're gonna be captain. But you know, let's talk about a team doing great. Okay, Devils are on a ten-game winning streak. Yeah, this is insane. So, so how did this happen? Honestly, I think their younger players are starting to become NHL players, like NHL regulars. And maybe the switch up and goaltending is helping them out. Vanacek's actually doing pretty well for them. Um, yep. I want to look at their lineup here. I know they just have a lot of good young players that are, you know, are finding their game, right? Um, Jesper Bratt. What? Like, yeah, like, yeah, even- guys like him, right? And like, they. I know everyone's harped on them the previous years, but really, like, if you look at it, they're just trying to, they were just trying to develop. And it's the same thing as the Leafs, right? Like, not to compare the Leafs to everything, but. I like how you're self conscious of that now. I've said I that am. to you so many, so many times. I know. Every time you compare a team to the Leafs, you now, go, <laughs> I know I'm comparing it to the Leafs. Now it's like a defense mechanism where I'm just like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I just talked about the Leafs. I gotta, like, you know, deflect that. Yeah. But, um, you know, but they weren't good at first. But now, like, you know, they're, they're, they hit their players are more established now. And, you know, they're more NHL players, right? So I think that's what's happening with the New Jersey Devils. I think Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer. A lot of people, you know, I saw a comparison the other day. And it kind of made sense. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. So the comparison was um, uh, that. So Nico Heischer is a comparison to Jonathan Taze. And Jack Hughes is a comparison to Patrick Kane. And that's like, you know, the the the, the two top players on that team. And honestly, I kind of see it, right? Jack Hughes is a little bit smaller and he can score. And Nico Hischer is the leader and he, you know, is a little more stay-at-home, two-way, two-way guy. And it's not I a mean, bad comparison. It, it's like it like Patrick Kane's obviously not a center, which changes it a little bit because they don't play yeah. together right well, unless jack hughes plays on he wing i think i think jack hughes is playing the left wing um yeah. well the lines that i'm looking at right now november 15 2022 um it's expected lines for tonight actually is thomas tatar nico heischer i'm actually going to this game which is funny um thomas tatar nico heischer fabian zetterlund is he good He's on the first line. So. Uh, Zetterland. He He's must. I, I've heard his name. In Eleven games. Not bad. Um, and then Jack Hughes, Eric Halla, and Dawson Mercer. Dawson Mercer is another good young player. And they got Miles Wood on the third line. Michael McLeod, Nathan Bastion. Um, and then Jesper Bratt is playing on the fourth line, which is kind of interesting. No way. He's got twenty-one points in sixteen games. Okay, no so this has got to be wrong. And then they have him with Jesper Boquist and um, Igor Serk. Sharagovich. Um, Sher- I don't know how to say that name. Um, but then you look at their defense. Sharagovich. Yeah. And Dougie Hamilton's actually proving his contract now, right? Yeah. Bounce back year for him. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone was like, oh man, you're paying him too much now. And like he had a good season with Carolina, but now you're, you know, you're, you wasted it. But no, he's actually coming to prove his contract and what he's worth. And I always, I've yeah. always loved Dougie Hamilton. I think he was a good pickup for them too. That's a top defenseman that they needed. And John Marino, too. I mean, Ty Smith was pretty good, but John Marino can put up points, and he was pretty solid for Pittsburgh, and he's proven to be pretty solid for New Jersey as well. So, yeah. And then, like I said, like the goaltending is pretty different, too. It's, uh, well, recently, because uh, 
Mackenzie Blackwood is hurt, is hurt and uh, v- Vanacek has had to step in. And I think Vanacek, you know, isn't he? He's always been a decent goaltender, but I think he's you know becoming a really good goaltender right now. So yeah, like at the beginning of the year, Blackwood came out really hot. Like right now, he's sitting at below a nine hundred save percentage, um, yeah. well below. He's at an eight eighty. Uh, but but I still think Blackwood is good. A lot of people gave up on Blackwood really early. Is he injury prone? Uh, um, I think so. Yeah, I, I mean, like man, he's had a still, lot of stretches where he hasn't oh, played. Uh, Palat's on the IR too. That's why that, I, yeah. I forgot about Palat, and it looks like I thought they had some guys missing there. And Jonathan Bergier is still in the IR. <laughs> Believe it or not, I forgot he was there. Honestly, oh man, but yeah, dude, Vanacek has been so good. Um, really showing up after coming out of Washington. There, yeah. the two Washington goalies. Like I don't know if maybe they needed to get away from Washington. Like something just wasn't working for them there. Because Sam Snows looks pretty decent for the Leafs. Yep, you know pucks go through him, like they do, but. Vanacek has been so good on New Jersey. Yep. So we'll see what happens with them, man. Like they got that depth scoring with Tatar and Miles Wood, and then and then the top four with them, Brat, Hughes, Hishay, and Hamilton. I mean, that's good. Like I oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm interested to see if they continue to to play well. And if some of their younger players um pick it up, right? Because like I know, I know Sharon Govich uh has a lot of hype. Zetterland has a lot of hype. Uh, Siegenthaler has a lot of hype and mm-hmm. uh, Holtz, right? So yeah. they got a lot of young guys there that potentially could. Well, that defenseman that you just you just mentioned, they signed him to a big contract. Which they, one? Uh, Siegen Siegenthaler. Yeah, Siegenthaler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he he signed a five year deal, seventeen million dollar contract extension. So they they have yeah. a lot of. And trust he's got one hundred ninety one games played. Like he's not quite like he's not quite new, but. He's I, only 25. Yeah, it, it kind of confused me that when teams do that. Like, you see the Buffalo Sabres. Who was that one guy? I forget his name. Uh, was it Samuelson or something? They signed him to oh. like, a long, long deal and that he hardly has played any games in the NHL. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, let me find Buffalo. Yeah, That's been right. Yeah. Is his name Samuelson? It might be Samuelson. No. No. Uh, but I'm not seeing him on here. Actually, is he injured? Oh yeah, yeah, Matias Samuelson. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So God, that's a huge contract, right? Right? Isn't that like odd? Like compared to how many games he's played in the NHL, like he has not played a lot. Yeah, and Buffalo. Talk about Buffalo too. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. I was just about to say that they're not doing too bad, and I think you know the defense score is actually looking pretty nice to me. You know. Like Rasmus Dahlin, Owen Power. Well, Dahlin is turning into one of the best oh, yeah. defensemen oh, yeah. this year. Proven his first overall pick, right? He's proven literally, it. Literally, he's just <laughs> exploded. I, I he's mean, he, he, he's a huge in 16 games. Yeah, he's a huge defenseman. You know, and you remember he used to compare himself to uh, Victor Hedman? Yeah, I can see yeah. it now. I can see it now. Yeah. Before everyone's Cage like Victor Thompson, Hedman. dude. Yeah, I was Cage about to Thompson say. Has 12 goals. Like, dude, he came out of nowhere. He came out yeah. of nowhere, right? Like he was, I think he was a part of the trade with Ryan O'Reilly, and I guess he was just an asset that they threw in there. But honestly, man, I rather Tage Thompson on my team than Ryan O'Reilly right now. Right? I mean, Ryan O'Reilly won in the cup, though. He did, but you know, look, look in the long run here. Ryan O'Reilly's struggling, and Tage Thompson's yeah. a lot younger, and you know, like he is proving to be a really good it's a sacrifice for sure for that cup. But I think yeah. calculated sacrifice, right? Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah. a lot of situations for a lot of teams that happen. So yeah, but 
Buffalo's got like like Darlene and Thompson are lighting it up. Alex Tuck is the real deal. Like everybody needs to realize how good Alex Tuck is. He loves being there. Alex, man. Tuck. he loves being yeah, there. Alex Tuck is good. Jeff Skidder's having a good year too. Yeah, he's, Dylan he's coming back. Got eleven points. Yeah. yeah, Victor Olofsson has nine goals. Man, all he does is score goals. I mean, the team is not bad. Even Casey Middlestat finally yeah. is having a decent season. Yes. Yeah. No, Casey Mills because he was a lot of a lot of people underestimated him, right? So yeah, I mean, like, ever since he couldn't do a pull, well, he was hi- he was overhyped, and then he disappeared, bro. I forgot he was in the league for four years, and well, now see, all of a sudden he's you know he's got ten points in seventeen games. I think that's the pressure of the first round, right? Like the first round draft pick. Well, he was a signing, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. He was a first round draft pick. I'm pretty sure he was eighth okay. overall or something like that. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Or he maybe even higher actually. But, um, yeah. So. He could definitely, you know, be a better player than we expected. I think he already is showing that, right? Um, yeah. They I have think, this Paterka kid, too, who's supposed to be really good. Yep, I've heard about that, too. Um, JJ Paterka. But the thing is about Buffalo, like, like, the, like, for so many years, they have been so disappointing. And it's just really hard to have faith in them that they're going to do well. But, you know... I mean, I can see it turning around now. I think Buffalo, and they made Kyle Ocposo captain too, which I yeah, think he's been around for a long time. I like that move because I listened to a podcast about Kyle Ocposo and he's been through a lot and he's a really nice guy. And I think he's a perfect guy for that role. And you know, he, he yeah. played, I'm pretty sure he played um, at the St. Mary's College we're, we're with Crosby actually. And I think one oh, yeah. time he like that scored something more than Crosby. And it was kind of crazy, actually. And then Crosby, he said, he said, I don't know, I, I could be wrong. But I think he said Crosby got mad, so he topped the record. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but he he's a good player. So you know I think that's a good player, Craig Anderson. You love Craig Anderson. You Dude, love him. My, one of my favorite players ever, Craig Anderson. Honestly, in his Colorado Ooh. days, even Ottawa Senator days, he was really good. Yes. It's always been good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Leafs should go after him. if they. I mean, they have, they have... I don't even know what the Leafs should do. I was do. screaming for them to make a move for him last season uh, yeah. when Jack Campbell in, was injured and it was kind of a big question mark on whether or not he'd be good enough. I it was would, screaming. I was like, bro, go out there and get Craig. It would make sense. Honestly, like, I, like considering their goaltenders and how injury-prone they are, why not go get an older goaltender that is not being paid a lot of money. I mean, he have... wins when he wins when he has no business winning. Exactly. Like he's he, always been that way. Right. Like in, in, in what, what's it called a Buffalo. Like he's like, I don't know if we win, we win. We don't, we don't like, that's kind of the mentality there. there right. So, yeah. And they seem to like it. They seem to like him saying that, doing that there. And... He's got a nine, 10 save percentage. He's three yeah. and three. They've been playing Comrie a lot more, but Comrie's got a really bad save percentage right now. I think he's had a, bad yeah. games. Yeah, I mean, Comrie was supposed but, to be a really good goaltender and then, you know, kind of fell down a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do when you got Hellebuck in front of you? But that's the thing with goaltenders in the NHL. It's really, you think about it, it's really hard to make your make your uh, your case because there's, think about it, there's only like basically two or three goaltenders on a team, right? Compared yeah. to like defense or six defense, right? Or yeah. like even forwards. It's just really hard to actually make that team. And even if you it's mess a up in, a little yeah. bit, yeah, if you mess up a little bit, there's a lot of pressure on goaltenders, right? So if you can get a goaltender that's staying 
as long as they've stayed on a team, that's unreal. Because I don't, you don't, you hardly see that now, right? You, you always see goaltenders shifting from team to team because you know the teams always think the goaltender is the problem. Really, it's not. It's just really a lot. It's a lot of pressure on the goaltenders. So it's hard to develop them too. Yeah. They're unpredictable, like with their development. Yeah, it's like you could have like a goalie who, you know, is like 24 years old and he's not showing it like like any real talent in the NHL. And then, you know, three years later, he emerges and he's all of a sudden a bonafide starter. Yeah, like you just it's so hard to predict with goaltenders what you have and, and when they're going to finally figure out their game. No, I agree. I agree. And like we can go to Vegas um, following this because Vegas is 13, four and oh, and. Uh, this yeah. came out of nowhere for me. I guess Jack Eichel was like, man, I love this team. I gotta, I'm going to perform now. And, you know, Logan Thompson. Logan Thompson. Like, I was skeptical of him at the beginning of the season. Yeah, do you remember he, the draft? Fantasy draft? I, yes. was like, I was like, Jake, Logan Thompson, come on. Man, we should have taken him. He's doing so well with them. And, like. It's all right. He, like, I honestly, like. And where he's come from, too. Like, he played for Brock University, which is crazy. And, yeah, that's nuts. Right? It's it, it's just awesome to see that. And I, I honestly, I think Jack Eichel's, you know, people were scared that he was not going to be the same after his surgery. 20 points in 17 games played in a plus 11. And yep. you know who's, yeah, who's a really good player on this team, too? Chandler Stevenson. Nope. Yes. He's a point-per-game player. Yes. He's a yeah, point-per-game not talked player. about enough. No. He's kind of like an underwhelming player that like I think he came through the Washington Capitals system and I think he deserves more praise. He's second in points for this team. And he always steps up, man. Yeah. Every every time there's an injury on that team, he steps up, fills the role every time. Literally. And Alex Petriangelo, he's actually playing well again. Um, Love to see that because I, I was a fan of him, but he's been struggling the past few years. But now. I think this is a good team that can definitely. I don't know what it is. Vegas has luck, man. Vegas just has. I think. So much I luck. think it's. I think another factor too is the West being horrible. Oh yeah, like compared to the East, yeah, East is so much better than the West. Um, you know, not to say there's not the, good teams. The, the in the West, West is so bad. Yeah, it's and it has it has it. I feel like it's been like that for years. I feel like it has because you you have you always had teams like Washington with Ovechkin. Teams like Pittsburgh with Crosby, Leafs with Matthews, Marner, blah, blah, blah. Boston with Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak. And it goes on and on, right? But, like, you go to the West, like, there's a lot of teams that have been struggling, right? Like, yeah, you have Colorado. and I mean, the West had its moment. The, 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 like, the West had, like, those years where it was, like, the Ducks, the Kings. Yeah, but um, not, like, all the California teams, right? Yeah, the Ducks, the Kings. Oh, my God. The Chicago um, you know, Nashville was a very good team for a long time. Yeah. St. Louis, you know, was a very good team. I think, I think even San Jose, now. even San Jose. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. now a lot of the teams in the West are kind of in rebuilding stages. Like they've aged out and now the East is, is, is rising back up. Cause there was a bit yeah. there where the, where the West was stronger, right? Yeah. Just swung back into the East favor now. Yeah. And you know but what I mean? You know, you still have Colorado, you still have Vegas, you still have Dallas. Like, teams yeah. Are good. I mean, you know, like a, a team that's actually not doing too bad. Is the Seattle Kraken, which is a little yeah, I cool. don't understand. I don't get it either. Martin Jones is one of the best goaltenders in fantasy right now. If you had told me that, is he the starting started, games? I left. Is he starting games? Yes, he's the starter. Are you serious? What happened to Grubauer? Ass. 
I don't know. <laughs> ass, <laughs> I don't ask. <laughs> yeah, he's just ass. <laughs> a Grubauer has played four games. A Grubauer uh, has played four games, and he is an eight sixty save percentage. Damn. Yeah, they made a mistake signing him to that contract. I think he just had success Fuck. with Colorado. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, they have. They I have mean, Martin Jones players. has a nine oh nine. He's seven and four. Two overtime losses. Like Martin Jones has been really good for them. Um, and and I don't know. Like I said, man, I really think it's a product of the West being bad. I don't think like if the West was good, I think Seattle would be a bottom feeder. But yeah. right now, they're sitting in a playoff spot. Yeah. Well, Seattle, like you know, it's interesting to me. Like I, I still don't see them as a playoff team, but. You know, ever and Ron Francis is looking more like a genius a little bit every day. I mean, with the trade with Borkestrad, I like that. Bjorkstrand, yeah. Bjorkstrand, yep. Um, getting Burakowski, which is really good. He's a good competitor. You know, he's leading uh, their team in points. I mean, yeah, exactly. And then you see a guy like Matty Beneers. Yeah, he hasn't been, you know, pretty overwhelming, but at the beginning of the season, he was. Um, Shane Wright, that's an interesting topic there. Shane Wright. Yeah, is he playing? He's been scratched for a lot of games. He's played seven games. He has one assist. Yeah, that's, I, I, I'm. That just makes me sad. You know what I mean? I thought he was supposed to be like, and I'm like, he is an amazing player, but like, it's pretty underwhelming. Like, I thought I he was maybe a because of COVID. I think I like people have, were saying like he never dominated junior. Like he yeah. never dominated you. So was, where did all this hype come from then? You know, I don't. I don't know, man. I think maybe there was like some some bad scouting because of COVID. Uh, let mm. me look at his elite prospects. That makes sense. That honestly does make sense because uh, he was the OH, he was in the OHL, right? And OHL didn't happen. Well, that was yeah. happening. Like I think he's a good mm. player, and he's only eighteen, so it's hard to harp on him right now because who knows? You can yeah, be an no, it, like look at Lafreniere, right? Like same boat. Yeah, exactly. Like he had 66 points as a rookie in the OHL. So in AAA, under 16 AAA, he had 150 points in 72 games. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then yeah, he was amazing. Didn't he play for Dallas? Yeah, he came into the OHL his first year. He had 66 points, right? Mm -hmm. So as a rookie in the OHL, that's really, really good, right? Yep. But then in his, there wasn't a 2020-2021 OHL season, so he loses a year of development there. Yep. He had a good World Juniors. Did he and not play? Did he not go overseas or anything? He just... No. Nope. See, that nope. that's bad. Should have. He should have done that. And I think um, that would have helped his 2021, game. 2021, 2022, he had 94 points in 63 games, which is not exactly lighting the OHL up. Yeah, you, you know what? the top players... I, okay, I, oh, I, go ahead. sorry I interrupted you, but I have a good comparison there. Like you just said, like for the OHL, you look at Arthur Kaliev. Okay, I remember in his draft here, he had 100 points in the OHL with the Sarnia Sting, I'm pretty sure. And he went in yeah. the second round. Right? Yeah. So, like, is that much different than a second round pick from the OHL? Not really. Yeah, no, lot, there's lots of guys in the OHL that that are well over a point per game. Yes, yes. It, the loss, I think I think the height carried over from his rookie year, you know, yeah. score as because he would have been a 16-year-old, right? So yeah. a 16 year old in the OHL getting 66 points in 58 games that that that's a big deal like it's very yep. good. Yep. But he he loses that year of development. We come into the 2021 season where the scouting has been iffy because mm -hmm. of COVID. You haven't been able to see people play. Shane Wright puts up 94 points. 
And then, you know, maybe it's kind of a big question mark. Like, is he as good as he was in his rookie year? Did that year lost that lost year of development hurt him that bad? Yeah. Or did he just have like an off season? Like, you know, well, you so know, maybe maybe it's the pressure. The pressure gets to him. You I mean, know we I always mean? talk about the the pressure for sure. Yeah. But at the, I genuinely just don't think that he like, do I think he didn't deserve to go in the top five? Uh, no, I think I think he deserved to go in the top five. I think he's good enough to be in yeah. the top five. But well, you see, you the, saw in that video. Like, did you see the video of him that he thought if he didn't go first, he was and didn't go second, he was going to Arizona, and then he got dropped to number four. Yeah. So how's Slavkovsky doing? That's a good question. I I think maybe I don't think he's doing that great. And he did get a suspension actually, which is yeah, because he. Can't slam people's head into the Isn't balls. that rare for got three goals? Like a draft pick, like a high draft pick. Like, how's that happened before? Like I don't he, know. Yeah, 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 three goals in in in, in eleven Ooh. games. Like he's not I don't know. This is the thing with these 18-year-olds in the NHL, like they try to play them right away. Put them in the AHL, especially if they don't have to go back to the OHL. Put them in the AHL. No, Every, literally. Everyone like you know what? The AHL is a great development league. It's a tough competitive league, right? People AHL don't, people, is not an easy league. It's not. And it teaches the players so much. You look at all the great players that played in the AHL. I can't think of any right now. But, you know, there's there's a lot, right? There's a lot of players that played in the AHL first to grow their game. And they came up to the NHL and had a great career because they've already played against men. But they were able to shine against, I mean, like a lower profile players, right? So, um, you know, they learn a lot in the AHL and they're not have so much pressure on the NHL teams, right? It's, be, it's just a great development, like, you know, league for these young players. And they just throw them right into the, you know, the spotlight. And especially in Montreal, that's really hard to play. And if he's not performing, Montreal fans will call you out. I mean, they seem to really like him. But at the same time, three, three points... Three goals at three points in 11 games played is not screaming first overall pick to me. You want to Mark Stone played in the AHL. Duncan Keith played in the AHL. Mark Giordano. Robert Thomas. Ryan Kessler. Brad Marchand. Tyler Johnson. Tim Thomas. Jason Spezza. Yep. Alex Burrows. Rantanen. Krejci. Versteeg. A coin. Yep. Like Mike Hoffman. Yeah. Some great players play in the AHL, right? Some play, some great players still play in the AHL, right? So yes. I think I think the reason they don't do it is like, oh, he was a first overall pick. They're expecting, expecting us to play him in the NHL. And, you know, maybe that's why they do play them in the NHL. And I don't think it's the right move. I think, you know, it's not good for their confidence. Because they should have sent him back to Europe, man. I'm, can they do that? If they sign him to a Slavkovsky? contract. Slavkovsky? Yeah, they signed him to a contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when the Canucks drafted Pedersen, Pedersen stayed in the AHL or in the SHL. Okay. Like maybe Slavkovsky should have played another another year in Europe another year in Europe, right? He could have, like, yeah. Yeah. Like and I I I don't understand forcing guys in. Like Shane Wright needs to go play in the AHL. Like a hundred percent needs to go play yes. in the AHL. But see, if if they send him down, I think he he would go to Kingston. Right? Because he's eighteen. How old? He's eighteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to be twenty, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, fuck, send him to Kingston. Like, why not? Yeah, he will tear it up there. I mean, that's the thing. He, he is getting experience with like men, 
and you know maybe sticking him in it's it's, your confidence it's, back it's tough yeah exactly they yeah. did it they, last year they did it with mason mctavish on anaheim he had uh, oh a few God, good yeah. games as a rookie and then they yeah. sent him back to the ohl yeah man and he look at him now right he's one of the most high profile players right now right yeah so it's tough i don't know I, I think I think maybe the best player to come out of this out of that draft class would would be the guy who went second, uh, Nemich. Yeah, the other uh, what, what is he Slackin? Yeah, because is he right? back? He's back in uh, back home. Yeah, he's not playing. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I've seen him play. And see, he's probably going to grow his game even more because he's there developing developing. And it's a men's league over there too, right? So like, yeah. um, that'll definitely make a difference. But I think it. Oh, he's is playing in the AHL. Oh, is he? Okay. Okay. Yeah, Even he's got better. five points. He's got five points as a defenseman on oh Utica. My God. There you go. There you go. See, he's a defenseman. And he's getting more points than these two guys that went in the top uh, four as forwards. Mm-hmm. And it kind of proves that the AHL is a great place to develop your players. And I don't I think teams should take advantage of the AHL. Take advantage of it. Like and they're so scared of what fans are going to think. They're so afraid of of, of it's a of, it's know, a maybe market a player being meant. It's a market, they, right? They just they want to sell the player, right? They want to sell the player, even though if he's not good, or not, and, and they sorry, also good, don't want to somehow hurt the player's feelings, right? They don't want to they don't want to sink the confidence of no. a guy like Sapkowski. Yeah, you know, no, not at Shane, all. Right, not at all. Exactly. They want they want them to feel like they are a superstar, right? What's Logan Cooley doing? Uh, I think he's he's playing uh, University of Minnesota, so that's perfect for him. Yeah. Another year, he a lot of American players I think do that. Yeah, they ten go, points in twelve games. Yeah, the University of Minnesota. There you go. There yeah. you go. He's going to be a great Cooley's player. A Cooley is a great player, right? Um, I just want to see uh, who else went here. Kyrie Cooley, Shane Ray. Who went after Cutter? Yeah, Cutter Gotche. Another defense in there. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think Shane Wright will definitely carve himself out a nice NHL career. I don't think he's a bust. Oh, no. But I like but the hype of him being a first overall, I think it's evident right now that he definitely wasn't that. If Montreal yeah. made the right decision, I honestly don't know because Slavkovsky, you know, definitely hasn't stood out yet. And he and he very no. well could. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like it's, he said, it's, it's early pretty, in the year. It's still pretty early, yeah. He's got to adjust to the American game, right? He's been playing in Europe, so. Yeah. No, definitely. I don't know. Um, oh, man. Um, speaking with the Leafs, uh, that was pretty emotional, eh? Uh, Salming. Oh, yeah. Man. Salming, yeah. That made me tear up, honestly. Yeah. Oh, it was. I was actually at a sports bar watching it with a, with a, my boss and a couple. Really? Of, and one of his one were, of our buddies. And, what were people doing? I just, like. Like everybody was kind of sitting there chilling, just like watching the game. It was a pretty full bar, and then and yeah. then when it cut to to him like crying, yeah, like you, you could hear like everybody in the bar kind of go like, oh, yeah, like yeah, tough to watch. ALS is the worst disease of all time. I my yeah. cousin passed away of ALS. It is mm-hmm. by far the worst thing. If you're not familiar with what it does, is basically you lose all control of like your, your, your nerves and muscles. You don't and it looks like mentally you're 100% there, but mm. you slowly just lose the ability to move your body. And it is pretty much a 100% mortality rate. 
the only person to ever survive with it for a long time was Stephen Hawking. Yep. Um, and so it's it. My my cousin passed away from it. It's very scary. It ALS actually led to, to a lot of my uh, anxiety. Yeah. Because of my cousin passing, I I um I took that. It was a few years ago, but I took that like in a pretty bad way. Mm-hmm. And I like became a massive like hypochondriac because I always felt like I was gonna get it. Well, yeah, but yeah, you know, medication helped that. But anyways, uh, Borge has sorry, Borja, Borja, Borja Salming. I think that's how you say his name. No, and yeah, it's, it's pretty traumatic, Borge right? like an idiot, dude. Look how yeah. it affects no, a lot really of people sad. around him, right? Like Daryl Sittler, like he was in tears, you know, helping him raise yeah. his hand. Well, your family, your family, and your friends are just watching. Yeah, you know, you slowly lose your your motor abilities right yeah like, it, it's really hard if you look at him like i think a year ago or whenever he like came out that he said he had it he yeah was totally different right like he could definitely talk he didn't really look like oh he it's had fast it. yeah it's fast dude yeah he could clap his it hands comes which was down. nice and yeah. you can tell he really like loved to hear the crowd cheer for him like that that probably meant yeah. a lot to him but daryl sittler man he was in tears, and you know, I, I, like if that was my buddy, like I would definitely be in tears too. You know? Oh, it's so sad. But I was so happy for him, like to get that ovation and be there. Yeah. I thought it was really cool of them to bring out uh, Nylander and Ekman Larson to drop the puck. Yeah, fellow you know, Swedes. Two, two Swedes. Yeah. Yep. Like, um, Matt Sundin was, was nice. there too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't you That's say legend. he has the um, highest assist for a defenseman on the team? He leads the leagues and uh, the Leafs and. The Leafs, um, the Leafs in general. Yeah. Oh, Leafs. wow. Okay. Um, let me check. I'm not quite sure. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I did hear that. And I think, um, was he the first Swede to be inducted to the Hall of Fame? Or I could be wrong about that. <laughs> we should back up our facts. He leads, he leads the Leafs entirely with career assists. That's insane. That's insane. Got more than Matt Sundin. Well, considering like how many great players they've had, I mean, he is one of the greatest defensemen that has ever played. He's fourth all time in points. Yeah, he's the best defenseman that they have ever had, right? And oh yeah, um, you know, out of all the Leafs legends, he's one of one of the top for sure. Um, Oh yeah, he was good all the way. Yeah, I hear. I hear. I hear. He's a great guy too. Like he's a very humble person, and obviously, you can see that with Daryl Sittler, right? You really and and you said what? Is he the first Swede to get drafted, inducted? I don't know. I think I've heard that somewhere, but I could be like, you know, spitting out some bullshit right now. Um, first Swede. Be, I'm looking it up right now because I don't want to be wrong. Inducted. Hockey. Hall uh, of Fame. Yeah, first Swedish player. Yeah, I thought I heard that, which, you know, it's yeah. pretty impressive. So he is very important to the NHL, very important to the Leafs organization, and very important to the hockey community and the hockey world. A great guy, a great player. It's just sad to see this happen to him. But he's just, he seems like a fighter, and, you know, he he's going to, you know, he has he's had an effect on people that is positive, and that's what we can take out of it, right? And everyone, yeah. You know, it's sad to see him struggle with this, so... Um, but that was pretty emotional and, um, yeah. And, you know, I'm going to a Leafs game tonight, which is uh, pretty exciting too. And, uh, they play the devils. They're playing the devils. I I don't know. Like screwed buddy. 
should we make a bet to see who's going to win right now? Like, who do you think is going to win? Oh, dude, the Devils don't lose, man. They're on a 10-game heater. I I, I think the Leafs are going to ruin it. I think Did Leafs... you see that Jack Hughes interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I think we're, we're on a nine-game heater, heater right now. I think we're doing pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, that's the perfect response. But what do you man. think? The but what do you think the Devils could do better earlier in the game? Oh, well, we're on a nine-game heater right now, so I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think I think what we're doing is working. <laughs> uh, I don't think we could change anything. I mean, I think the Leafs. I mean, Matt Murray had a first good game back against the Penguins, and hopefully he doesn't get injured again because that'd be pretty shitty. And it sucked for him. But I think... Yeah, thank God he came back, eh? Because, right? because with Sam Snob out, man, Shalgren was uh, looking at all the workload there. <laughs> he He's good, but he's not ready for that. He's not ready for that. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I don't think he'll ever be ready for it. I no, think I think he's... A fringe. A fringe backup. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, and like, you know, Sam Snob, it sucks that he got hurt too. But you see their defenseman... TJ Brody's out for a while now, and so we just heard Jake Muzzin's out for a while too, and that's going to hurt a lot. But a guy that's actually doing pretty well for them is Jordy Ben, and that's an ex-Vancouver Canuck for there for you. Um, I don't do like you, that. Do you miss him? No. You don't miss he him? He was pretty he, poop when he played for us. Really? He's been he's been performing, and he, he saved that one goal. Did you see where he saved it from going in the goal line? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys get Jordy Ben, we get Luke Shen. Even trade. Damn, I honestly, I think I'd still rather Luke Shen. I love Luke Shen. He can hit guys, so man. good. But Jordy so Ben, good. Jordy Ben, you know, he's still pretty good. And the Ben, the Ben brothers are doing well. Jamie Ben's doing well on, and on Dallas too. I picked him up for fantasy. Dallas is just doing well in general, man. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 we were saying it all last offseason, dude. Dallas is sneaky good. Yes, Look Jason Robertson is doing well too. You have him on fantasy for one of your teams. Yeah, yeah, dude. Jason Robertson is is one of the best players in the league man and joe pavelski continues to be as good as he's always been yeah like dallas is sneaky good man they are they are sneaky good um and you know like i i didn't i i was a little skeptical i have to say but hints I mean, has 20 points dude hints yep so they're finding the rhythm too i mean everyone talks shit about them but the nhl is weird sometimes of how it works and I think that their younger players are coming up to be really good players. Like Ottinger yep. is becoming an NHL starter. Or he is an NHL starter, right? He's one of the best NHL starters. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, a perfect timing when Ben Bishop, you know, decided to retire. So, I, I mean. Wedgwood is a pretty solid backup, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is actually. You know that? He is. I like Wedgwood. I think he's a pretty reliable guy. And if you need to put him in, he'll he'll do well for you. Right? Start games, man. You can. Um, but yeah, that's a. Uh, I think, you know, there's probably a lot to talk about. Oh, the, the inductees, uh, you know, it was uh, three Vancouver Canucks for you Bobby Lou, yes, sir. Da- Daniel Sedin, and Hendrick Sedin. Um, pretty good class there, actually. Um, yeah. And then you have, who else was there? Uh, Daniel Elverson, another Swede who definitely deserves it. He spent his, you know, long time career with the Ottawa Senators and then Detroit Red Wings. But have you seen, okay, I'm not going to harp on the guy, but he's gained a little bit of weight, eh? Have you seen Alfredson? that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably, like, just a, like. probably just enjoying retirement, you know? I'd probably, I'd probably gain a little bit of weight if I was in, retired from the NHL, you know, trying to eat healthy all the time, probably go some, for some good meals, probably some good money. And he's a resident of Ottawa, eh? He lives in Ottawa. He doesn't, didn't go back to Sweden. 
Oh yeah, he's packed on a little bit. He's yeah, been eating good. Yeah, man. I feel like they eat so good when they're retired, man. They're probably oh, like, man, he's been eating good. I'm, it's no I'm Brett so, Hall, but you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you know, he's a great guy. He's a stuck looking guy, you know, that has that nice muzzy. Oh, what a charmer. Um Yeah, so and I forget I I, I think it's a, a Finnish um woman player. I forget her name. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I, I forget her name too. I forget her name. And there's another guy, I forget his name, and I think there might be another guy too. I just, I mean, it's it's hard for me to know anyone else outside the NHL, but I should get better at that. But um, congratulations to all the inductees. That's pretty cool. And, you know, it. it uh, I think that's about it for this podcast, really. And uh, do you have anything else to say, Brace? No, man. That was a good episode. Hopefully, uh, hopefully yeah. the audio in this one's all good. Yeah, I, yeah. Apparently, so we recorded this episode. I want to, is this the third or fourth time we tried? Uh, we recorded this episode. We tried to record an episode like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And for the first 25 minutes, I wasn't recording. So we had to start over. <laughs> and then we recorded it. It was a really good episode. And then I get it into the editing software. And Jake accidentally had two microphones on in the same same audio file. So I, I couldn't fix it. <laughs> so it I sounded hard. like an alien. <laughs> oh, literally. Oh, and, yeah. And then I, I got to a point where I was trying to fix it. And then 30 minutes in, it just got worse. And I was like, OK, this is not savable. No, yeah, it was pretty brutal. Um, that's okay. It's all right. We're we're back. We're uh, you know, um, I ha- I also a new podcast cover I I've created. I hope Bryce likes it. Um, I made us glow in it. Made a little darker theme. Hope yeah, you guys like sick. that. I think it's a uh, nice to see our faces on the cover, so you just know who you're listening to, and uh, the ugly faces, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you guys don't get the Rika Salonen. Rika oh, Salonen. Okay, good. Name. I was good. I was gonna find her name too because I felt bad. And then Herb Herb Car- Carnegie. Yes, yes, that's that's who it is. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you found that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it for that's it for me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're gonna have some more content coming out. We're gonna try our hardest. I know we've been pretty busy, but you know we're gonna try our best for you guys. And I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the episode, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, TikTok, um, Instagram, and that's about it. And Apple Podcasts and Spotify, also Podbean. That's where we upload to, this, uh, you know, make sure we can upload to po- uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Everything's linked below. Um, leave a like, follow, whatever you can do on this video or podcast is much appreciated. Um, and I think that's it for me, Bryce. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Peace, guys.